Oh. Hello. Hello. What's up? You are you're being recorded Nothing. right now. Um, we're doing the, the fast fuck? food. Yeah, we're doing the fast food show this week, and um, you didn't want to be here for this, and it's been a long time no, since you've been on the show. To uh, called you. To yeah, we're calling you. So we've got Chuck and Lily here to. Uh, yep. Yeah. So chicken sandwiches. Where do you go to get a chicken sandwich? What's your best chicken Where sandwich? Do I go to get a chicken I sandwich. Chicken I make my own. Neither do I. I go and get chicken. Dude. You say Popeyes, I'll throttle you. You say well, I'm just Chick Fil A, I'll stab you. I'm just asking because of the whole shit that's going down with Popeyes and Chick Fil A and everybody fighting over the chicken sandwich, the Great Chicken Sandwich War of 2019. Diabetes. I can think care. of worse things. I can think of better things. <laughs> so it's what not is chicken parm? So what is <laughs> chicken parm? Is chicken parm? Are we are we supposed to be able to hear Lobo? Can you hear Lobo? I can't. No. Nobody no. can hear Lobo right now. I okay. Okay, I gotta All add him I to the call. I just hear you and, and Well this you, is funny because man. you can hear me, they can't hear I can hear both of you guys, can but I nobody can hear Lobo. Me, Chuck? Can you see me? There's something we all enjoy about staying for dinner. Have you ever thought why? It's because eating with others is fun. People like to come together at mealtimes. They enjoy each other's company while they're enjoying good food. Diabetes. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome back for the 2019 Fast Food Follies Freakouts. Whatever the hell you want to call this show that we do every year is about people going into fast food restaurants, freaking out, and beating each other with fast food. If you're a new Project Archivist listener, this is not one of our normal shows. This is just something that we normally do once a year to kick back, have a good laugh, and just have fun. This year, we're doing it a little bit late. We usually do it around June or July, but since this summer went to hell in a hat basket, really quickly and we're running out of summer i was like i need to get this episode out i don't want one more thing to slip through my fingers so how it all came down is i bugged chuck and said chuck are you available and he said yes i'm available i bugged lily because lily comes back on i said lily are you available enthusiastically she screamed fuck yeah into the phone and boom there she was lobo is not here lobo made the statement that he didn't quote want to do any more stupid shows end quote reason why is he wants to steal more with the serious oriented not so stupid shows in his eyes However, we do weasel a phone call into him in regards to the whole uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich fiasco, chicken sandwich hot spicy war that's going on right now. And uh, plus, I just wanted people to hear his voice because I don't want people to think that I kicked him to the curb. Um, We cut back on the taco dot 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 bell stuff. Taco bell, not taco bell. Because, well, it wasn't a normal show and it's kind of getting played out. Relax, it is still here. Jason, I am still getting a lot of mileage out of your damn voicemail that you left with us all those years ago. Lily came up with an interesting idea right before we hit record. Anytime that an article mentions Florida, Chuck has to drink a shot of moonshine, which is really entertaining because he was also drinking muscle milk and Diet Coke, I think it was. So get that image in your head and concentrate about what that must have been like for him. So as the show goes on, you take one part Lily, one part Chuck, drunk Chuck, mix them together, and calamity ensues. Editing this show was insane. There will be some outtakes at the end of this very end of the episode. There was a lot more. I didn't have the time and patience to go through and edit all of them because this was nuts. See all of you guys at the other side of this episode. Welcome back for the 2019 episode of Fast Food Follies, which we usually do in June, July, or somewhere in the middle of summer. And this year, since things have gone to shit in a handbasket, 
We're doing it incredibly late without Todd this year and no Lobo. But at this point, I've probably ran the pre-show for Lobo. Lobo said he didn't want to do any more stupid shows. So when I said he isn't going to be for this one, he didn't fight me on it very much. But rest assured, folks, things should be back to somewhat normal next week, which means we won't have Lobo. But anyways, so uh, with me again, I have Lily. Go ahead. What up, G? And Brewer's back, Mr. Chuck Brewer from Wheel Nerds. Hello. It's been a while since you've been on here. I actually, when Back was the last year. time? Is it been a year? I think it was it? the last. I think it was the last fast food one. No, because you did an episode. Well, it's been since you've been on with me. I think it was with Lobo. Was the last time you were on here for the uh, the co, what's it, co guy? Whatever. What the heck was it? I don't remember anymore. Yokai. Yokai. Yeah. Yokai. Yokai. Me, uh, we were talking yeah, about that, that, that out at his place when I was out there last week. That's the spark. Yeah, that's the separate <laughs> thing. So anyways, I'm going to get the ball rolling. So last week, like, okay, let me move my microphone here a little bit. There we go. Audio glitch. But I'm driving home from work, and there's Popeyes, there's KFC. Given the choice, I will always eat Popeyes over KFC at any given time because their chicken is just better chicken. It's got more flavor to it. And I look over, and the line going out of Popeyes is like four cars. It's like, it's just mad. I mean, it just wraps around the building, goes out way around the fucking parking lot. And I'm like, what the hell? I had no idea what the hell was going on. So I come into work the next day and my boss comes in. He's like, so did you hear about the chicken wars? And I'm like, what? He goes, the chicken wars. Everybody's trying to get these chicken sandwiches from, from Popeye's right now. And I'm like, I have no idea what the hell is going on. And every year it seems like there's some kind of a major calamity involving fast food stuff. Last year it was the, um, the stupid sauce packets from uh, from McDonald's, the um, Szechuan packets, and everybody was flipping out because yeah. they couldn't get them. So this year, apparently, the TV show. yeah, the the uh, Rick and Morty show, but they yeah. were that was dumb because they're like, oh yeah, we'll have enough for everybody. And some restaurants only had one, and most of them didn't have any at all. So they kind of brought that on themselves. But anyways, so apparently people are losing their shit over Popeye's chicken sandwiches to like to the extreme. This one is from the New York Times, 15 Minutes to Mayhem, how a tweet led to a shortage at Popeye's. The chicken sandwich wars with Chick-fil-A captivated the internet and drove record sales. <laughs> then they became a logistic headache. Um, uh, they started at a, a war at 12, in 15 minutes. At 1.43 p.m. on August 19th, Bruno Cardinalini, a marketing executive at Popeye's Louisiana Chicken, got a WhatsApp message from a colleague that morning. One of Popeye's fast food rivals, Chick-fil-A, had tweeted what appeared to be a thinly veiled critique of the new fried chicken sandwich that Popeye's had started offering nationwide a few days earlier. Mr. Cardinalini quickly... This is hard. It's called reading. Top to bottom, left to right. Group words together as a sentence. Words is very hard, especially when you're as dyslexic. Uh, quickly convened in a group of marketing officials in a small room on the fifth floor of the Popeyes headquarters in Miami. They were like, dude, everybody in my office right now in Miami. A high speed brainstorming session ensued, and before long, the team settled on what seemed like the perfect response. Y'all good? <laughs> you say Miami. Are we talking about Florida right yes, now? Yes, Miami, Florida That's is where Popeye, Popeye's chicken is apparently based out of. Oh, oh God damn it! The tweet you know appeared. Uh, the tweet appeared on the official Popeyes account at 1:58 p.m. It was 15 minutes of turnaround putting out this tweet that triggered the whole thing. Mr. Cardinalini said, and at that moment okay. we braced ourselves. What the tweet set off were that yeah, it is in Florida. You're right. I, I didn't catch that. Drink it up. Drink it up. I'm doing. I'm doing my shot. Doing my shot. I'm not drinking shot. tonight. 
But incidentally, anytime a story is from Florida, Chuckles has consented to do a shot of moonshine. What an idiot! Bottoms up. Uh, what the tweet said off. I don't know whose idea that was. Anyway, the, go yeah, on. Carry go on. Were the chicken sandwich wars a viral social media debate that has captivated the internet for the last week and a half? Popeyes, Chick Fil A, and other fast food brands traded barbs on Twitter, arguing about whose chicken ta- uh, chicken sandwich tasted the best. As sandwich means proliferated, proliferated. Customers flocked to Popeye's restaurants across the country, forcing employees to work hours of overtime as location after location sold out of the sandwiches. It gets weirder as this goes. We're going to cover three articles on this. As the chain sandwich supply rapidly dwindled, top Popeye executives worked behind the scenes in Miami, which is in Florida, uh, were, well, I guess that doesn't count because it's only the first interaction in Florida. Okay, okay, that's the rules. We're establishing the rules as we go. Where ebullient, whatever that word is, a two-word tweet had turned a chicken sandwich rollout into the most successful product launch in the company's history. But the success of the sandwich has also created a logistic headache. In a tweet on Tuesday, Popeyes announced that its chicken sandwich inventory was exhausted. For the time being, the chain said its stores would have to stop offering a chicken sandwich, which sold for three ninety nine. Popeyes declined to reveal how many sandwiches it had sold over the last week and a half. We had very aggressively forecast that demand, and we thought we wouldn't have any problems at all. <clears throat> Try again, at the least until the end of September, <laughs> said Felipe Afeidia. Yeah, do it. Do it. Subcontinental, you know that? Yes. Uh, the Popeye's president of the United States market, and then two weeks go by, and we're out of the Prague on a national level. All of last week's Mr. Athade had fielded Athe. calls, emails, Athade, whatever, Athade, Mr. Athade had fielded calls and emails about the shortages. But it wasn't until Friday evening that he made a decision. Dun, dun, dun. The chain senior leadership had gathered on the fifth floor meeting room again. Some officials were on laptops while others examined printed spreadsheets showing sandwich sales across the country. Can you imagine this board <laughs> meeting in your head? Can you imagine this shit going down right now? Like people I scrambling am, around I'm a room. Reading printouts. I'm imagining and... every scene from an 80s action movie where it's like in a Pentagon, in a dark room with <laughs> giant computer screens. Smoke-filled cigars. <laughs> and it goes further. <laughs> Guys, look, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Athade said to the group, I think we're going to have to hit the brakes. Dun, dun, dun. In the end, the decision <gasps> came down to simple mathematics. Well, of course, you're out of product. It has to come down to mathematics. <laughs> Mr. Athade said in an interview this week with... 2,400 locations, Popeye is one of the largest fried chicken chains in the United States, but it did not have enough chicken to keep up with the marketing making of sandwiches, which we've established in the article 15 fucking times by now. We made a decision to stop, which we've pretty much figured out, but technically it wasn't a decision. Did you stop making the sandwiches? Yes. Why? Because we said to. That is a decision. Mr. Athade said, <laughs> we came to the realization we were stopping. There was no alternative. What the fuck did that paragraph even There's mean? no alternative. Come we're yeah. gonna, we're selling you a, a sandwich sandwich without the chicken <laughs> and it's no breading, bread. but we're gonna call it chicken because it's not really it's chicken. Got, uh, it's got some mustard and things and sauce. In the coming months, the chain plans to recruit new, recruit new chicken suppliers to secure greater quantities to of- recruit new chickens. <laughs> <laughs> particular- <laughs> hey, chicken! You want to go out in a blaze of glory? <laughs> Popeyes needs you. And it's got like the Popeyes logo with a finger pointing <laughs> oh, at a chicken. Yep. Popeye needs you. Show okay. Why does a peculiar cut of breast meat used in the sandwich said Amy uh, Amy Ar- Ar- 
Alarcon, the Vice President for Global Culinary Innovation at Popeyes. That's a title for you. I am the President of Global Culinary Innovation. The company spokeswoman would not reveal the names of any of the suppliers. <laughs> yeah, because somebody's going to come and buy all their fucking chicken out. On Saturday, <laughs> Mr. Ethade <laughs> held a webcast. At, dude, the guy held a webcast. On Saturday, Mr. Ethade held a webcast at Popeyes <laughs> headquarters for hundreds of franchises across the United States, in which companies like okay, executives so to talk to them. Yeah, <laughs> outlined that's their okay. plan to suspend sales of the chicken sandwich. On the call, they emphasized, I almost said euthanized, that the sandwich launch had been a historical moment <laughs> for Popeyes. <laughs> but ultimately, the officials acknowledged the chain simply ran out of chicken breast. What a pointless article at this point. How many times are they going to discuss this? Now the plan is, to... made of people. Now the plan is to come huh? back full throttle. In parentheses, Mr. Athade said in the interview, Popeyes has not set a date for the return of the product, but... At some franchises, the preparation has already begun. How do you... Yeah, okay. How do you prepare for it? The chicken comes in, you throw Look, it into the damn deep fryer. Read the next sentence. Read the next sentence. He, he tells you. <sighs> okay. Joe ha- Habercon? What the fuck is with these Habercorn. names? Habercorn. Yeah, Haber- yeah it's Habercorn. corn. K-O-R-N. Habercorn! <laughs> I hate corn. <laughs> Who owns what? six Popeye stores in Chicago area said he planned to install new sandwich making stations at his restaurants. We're ordering additional toasters, Mr. Habercon said. We're going to hit, hit it in high here when they come back. But they this are is going already to blow up in their Oh, face. big time. There are already signs that consumers are moving on to other viral products in about five hours on Tuesday. Wow, what finicky people. One of Popeye's rivals, KFC, sold its entire test supply of new plant based fried chicken in an Atlanta branch. Yeah, they have these fake chicken I want to try that. I'm Why? interested to try that. They, I would. Because absolutely. Yeah. The, the same reason I go out and try the impossible burgers when they come up. It's We're going to loop back different. to that. We're going to loop back to that. For Popeye's employees, the suspension of chicken sandwich sales signaled the end of the chaotic week of overtime shifts and sometimes hostile interactions, which we're going to get to with impatient customers. <laughs> Brian Smith, a, that sounds like a made-up name, Mr. Smith, a franchise owner who runs 11 Popeye's locations in the Midwest, said in the last week Holy he shit. sold 1,200 sandwiches a day at his restaurant in Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh, it came as a relief that the overworked employees did not quit on the spot, he said. Yeah, because they're in such... I'm leaving. Because he's only paying them minimum wage. It was so stressful, Mr. Smith said. I'm amazed that team members stayed. It was an absolutely just mayhem. At Popeye's in Afton, Missouri, a suburb... You what? You swallowed it. I thought you said you swallowed it. Okay. What'd she swallow? Her vape pen. You don't want to know. Some impatient, uh, some impatient customers waited in line for chicken sandwiches, screamed at store employees to hurry up. Every day they were shouting about how long it would take. You know, no shit, the lines were huge. There was constant complaining. Then don't go to get the fucking chicken sandwich there. Go down the road to KFC. Go to Burger King. They it's have a spicy just the chicken. fucking chicken sandwich. I, I mean, know, right? Whatever. The, ra- <laughs> the wait will now be longer at lunchtime, at lunchtime on Wednesdays. Popeye's in Brooklyn Avenue in Bradford, blah, blah, blah. It was quiet. Message written in black Sharpie on a car cardboard sign hanging in the menu board offered a hint as to why the lines had disappeared. Sorry for the inconvenience that read, we are out of sandwiches. So, in the same vein, we're going to move on to the next one, which is Brutal Fight Breaks Out Over Popeye's New Chicken Sandwich. It does have video. Man. Who's reading this one? Me. Okay. Popeye's new chicken sandwich is all the rage. People all over the country are lining up for hours to get the new chicken sandwich. But yesterday in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, Brooklyn. so Chuck didn't have to take a shot. Brooklyn. The new sandwich led to violence. A fight broke out at a Popeye's in Brooklyn. Hey, Brooklyn, heads up. 
after a customer allegedly paid for a chicken sandwich and afterwards was told that they had sold out of the sandwich. <laughs> it all started when a Brooklyn woman stood online for nearly an hour because she's a fucking stupid ass to get the new chicken sandwich. <laughs> the sandwich has been selling out all over the country ever since going viral on social media. I haven't heard about this. This dumb bitch, when she got to the front of the line, claims that a server told her that she was purchasing the last sandwich at the store. What she didn't know uh -oh. is the manager was in back stuffing it into his face. What? Oh, no, he doesn't say that. The last sandwich was given to another customer, i.e. the manager. And an argument broke out between the server and customer, and it ended in a fight that left the employee injured. Police recalled the scene, and MTO News has been told that the NYPD is investigating the incident. I guess, Lily, you got the last one, which is Quavo. Quavo? Is that his name? Quavo is selling sold out. Quavo? Oh. Quavo, Quavo. This guy is selling out sold-out Popeye's chicken sandwiches for one grand each, yo. Quavo is capitalizing off the Popeye's chicken sandwich mania by selling stupid computers, say, by selling them for $1,000 a pop. The fried chicken eatery <laughs> recently launched its new chicken sandwich on a brioche bun, and the internet went insane. The internet went insane, debating if it was better than Chick-fil-A's signature item. People were so excited about the sandwich that a number of Popeye's locations around the U.S. sold out of it within days. So Quavo, Quavo, Jose Quavo, Quavo, <laughs> took it upon himself to give the people what they want, but for a price. Amigos rapper, hey, <laughs> Zone got leaked. We'll, we'll revisit that. Chuckles. The Amigos rapper posted a clip of himself on Instagram. In which he's selling Popeye sandwiches out of the trunk of his car. <laughs> <laughs> so you holding, you holding some that. Damn. Got some of that weight well, meat. Well, a sandwich retails for just three ninety nine. Quavo Quavo Jose Cuervo was jokingly selling each for a thousand dollars. I heard y'all boys was looking for them. They sold out everywhere. He said while opening his trunk. I got them things <laughs> going for a thousand dollars of chicken. He then opened a Popeye's bag full of chicken sandwiches that everyone's been lusting over. So how do wow. you get all these chicken sandwiches? Counterfeit. It's probably what they with, are. They're cut with um. They're they're cut with uh. Ketamine. Boston Market. <laughs> they're cut with cat. <laughs> Yo, man, this is Boston Market. This ain't no Popeyes. All right. <laughs> We're going to do this again. Chuck has a corncob pipe right now. For real? For real. Oh, Does he have a button nose? That stupid puffer I got. He's got this whimsical, like, Santa Claus kind of beard. He looks like Pi May or whatever the hell the guy's name was from Kill Bill, the martial arts master. Wow. Yeah. Looks so, sort of like Master Roshi. Anyways, ch chicken sandwich. Yes. It is, my, it is my Roshi beard. That is correct. Chicken sandwich. See? Where do you go to get your it's chicken sandwiches yeah. from? Nowhere. I told you already. You make your own. Okay, so when you go to a fast I food make place, my own. you don't go to you don't get a chicken sandwich at a fast food place. You don't have any fast nah, food places I, by you. What the fuck are you talking about? Did you fall down and bang your head? Yes, probably. We have McDonald's, we have Burger King, we have Wendy's, oh. we have Duchess, we have Chick-fil-A, we have good. I'll get what? a grilled chicken sandwich from McDonald's because I could see that. Yeah, I like I like Burger King's chicken sandwich. 
It's not good. It's not great, but it tastes like home, and it reminds me of how poor I was growing up. I thought Whoa. ramen reminded you of how poor you were growing up. We didn't have ramen growing up. <laughs> You're a fucker, you know? All right. <laughs> can, can you, ramen okay. reminds you of... We need to confirm right now that you have not been kicked off of the show and you have not left the show. You just haven't been on here for a couple of episodes, and we have not kicked you to the curb. Can, can you confirm? I can neither confirm nor deny that. Oh, you fucking cock. All right. <laughs> we're going to hang up on you, and we're going to continue on with um, with our show. <laughs> okay. Enjoy the new co-host. Take oh, over, Lily. Oh, God. No. Don't tell me what to do. No. Oh, God. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Goodbye. Love you, Wolfrish. Be good, Wolfrish. Don't eat them. <laughs> no promises. Bye, okay, Rojo. very good. Love you, brother. Take care, Chuck. See you, brother. All Peace right. out. Bye, Rojan. Bye. Let's move oh on. God. There is a lot of that, violence in this year's show. That oh. is a, as, as we say on the Wheel Nerd Show, this is a prime example of the, the premium shadow economy at work. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the beginning. This is just what we know. I'm waiting for round two. You know that dude that said he's preparing by making more fucking chicken sandwich making stations? That is so going to blow up in his face. No one's going to show up. No one's going to want his sandwich. No, I think it'll stupid carry over. Sh- I, think I don't. Stupid shit. Over. I'm going to get over it. Yeah, they're going to be like, forget. hey, Matt, what do I do with all this chicken? We're going to go back to New York. This is man arrested in cheeseburger attack on sleeping girlfriend. <sighs> <laughs> That wasn't a cheeseburger, baby. (laughs) He wanted it his way, and when he didn't get it, he attacked her with a cheeseburger, police said. Kyle Jamison Jones of Florida. I don't know. Of Florida. Kyle Jamison Jones of Florida faces a battery charge for allegedly slapping his sleeping girlfriend in the face with a cheeseburger after some sort of argument. Police were called to the 30-year-old man's house and found the girlfriend covered in bits of food. She told cops she was woken up by a beef smack. What was that? That's what it says. They claimed Jones pulled her hair and kicked her down the stairs. Oh, come on, dude. Let me take my shot. Go. Oh, God. Go, baby. Gargle it. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's not good. Jones admitted oh. to only a verbal, verbal argument, authorities said in a Facebook post on Tuesday. It made it to Facebook. It wasn't clear what they had thought about. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, who's got the next one? Who's doing the McDonald's worker accused of assaulting manager with crispy bacon? Uh, that would be me. A McDonald's worker accused of assaulting manager with crispy bacon, i.e. his penis. A South Carolina <laughs> McDonald's employee reportedly was charged with third-degree assault on the battery last Friday after she physically confronted her manager. The incident happened around 1.30 p.m. when the Bluffton fast food worker refused to stop eating bacon in the restaurant's <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> Because she was high. <laughs> According to a police report cited by the state. Raw bacon or crispy bacon? Was it cooked? The manager asked the unidentified employee to stop eating bacon in the kitchen while working. Look, as cooked as it gets at McDonald's. The employee, however, continued to eat the bacon, prompting the manager to tell the employee's boss 
Wait, isn't the manager the boss? The employee was upset by the manager's action and reportedly backed the manager <laughs> into a corner and began to shove hot, crispy bacon <laughs> all up in her face. Oh, that sounds dirty. The manager and tried to push unsanitary. back from the employee. And the employee hit her on the left side of the face. The employee also threw a cup filled with an unknown substance at the manager. Oh, come on. Another employee tried to break up the altercation and called 911. Police arrived and a judge issued an arrest warrant for the employee for assault. Well, you know, it is McDonald's. We don't even know if that's really bacon. Yep. Could be anything. Oh my God! Moonshine and muscle milk is horrible together. Ew! What's oh, wrong with gross. you? Do you want to barf all over yourself, dude? This is horrible. Why do I keep drinking it? We're not forcing you. You're next. Yeah, you got the next one. You got Newsweek. McDonald's employee hits coworker in face with cheeseburger for working all slowly. Right. I got this. It's oh just my, my computer is working slowly. Hang on, hang on. Oh my God! McDonald's the video is horrible. No, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> The you want to put Benny Hill it. music over all of this every time you see something like this? Hey, shut up! Shut up! Here we go. McDonald's employee hits coworker in the face with cheeseburger for working slowly. Gets charged, and it's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Can we a read McDonald's the story? employee was charged with battery this week after throwing a cheeseburger at a fellow staffer for working too slowly. The burger incident took place at a restaurant on East 3rd Street in Bloomington, Indiana at roughly 11 p.m. Tuesday, Fox 59 reported the local police department responded after the victim called 911 and requested to press charges against her co-worker. The situation escalated after a 21-year-old male employee became irritated at an 18-year-old female employee for her slow pace of work. According to yeah, Fox I bet that's what 9, it was. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's for, you know. <laughs> Shut up! According to Fox 59, the man threw a cheeseburger in her direction following a verbal disagreement, hitting the teenager directly in the face. Face! Right in the face. Officers spoke to the manager who confirmed that employees have been angry with the teen for working slowly. The female evicted admitted she was not injured by the fast food projectile. WTVR-TV reported the culprit had left the restaurant after the incident but has acknowledged he should not have lost his temper. Bloomington Police Department Lieutenant John Kobach said the man was handed a misdemeanor battery charge and will be issued with a court summons. It's not something we would put him in jail for, Kovach said, according to the Herald Times website. Neither of the employees were named by law enforcement. In 2017, a woman was accused of assaulting her mother with a cheeseburger. Yeah, we covered it. Yep. Cheeseburger in paradise, baby. Cheeseburger in paradise. The daughter, 39, fled the scene. According to Fox 59, the 60-year-old mother was found by police covered in ketchup, mustard, and pickles. In March last year, an Oregon, Oregon man became enraged after being refused an order of 30, count it, 30, double cheeseburgers and tried to destroy the famous Golden Arches. He later they died of dysentery. Jebediah <laughs> <laughs> Ezekiel, Ezekiel Fulton, 37, was arrested name. on charges including second-degree disorderly conduct. 
conduct and second-degree tr- criminal trespass. He fought with a person who tried to stop the destruction, and another witness pulled a gun on him, the local police said. But not all McDonald's-related crimes happens in March. Okay, that's the end of the article. Okay. Beware the Ides of March. No, no, it still goes on. In February this year, police in Cleveland were called to fast food chain to investigate after a customer hold coffee in a drive through window and onto an employee's face. Joseph DeLuca, oh. 54, was arrested after the assault, which left the victim with first-degree burns. Fox 8 released oh, surveillance footage of the incident this week. If convicted, DeLuca will face up to eight years in prison for throwing a coffee on a dude's face. The month prior, a 29-year-old man was arrested in South Carolina for allegedly throwing hot coffee oh, over a 16-year-old year old's Donald's drive through employee due to a long wait for French fries. We covered that on the show, too, I think. No. He was identified as Joshua Emery Noel following a public appearance. Oh, rude. Appeal. Wow. Appeal. Duh. That's it. Um, okay, we've got two more to go on this segment. I'll get the next one, which is world's biggest ketchup fan storms McDonald's kitchen because she didn't get enough packets. Again, there is video of, well, I think these are just load pictures. So get a load of this jerk. Okay, so apparently the chick climbs through the window. Anyways, October 27th, the turd, <laughs> that turd made <laughs> her way through. That's what it says. On October 27th, that turd made her way through the drive through of McDonald's in Santa Ana, California. Not too far from you. She, she requested ketchup with her fries and nugs or whatever. <laughs> she did not, <laughs> she did not get as... She did not get as much ketchup. That does look like her as, that. as she wanted. To this, to, okay, to then this absolute butthead marched through the employee <laughs> back door. Should have had her read this place and ask for ketchup. She walked through the back door. The 22-year-old manager, also female, told her she had to leave the employee area of the store before she could help her, which is common freaking sense. So this jackass, for whatever reason, took it upon herself to assault the manager, according to Santa Ana Police <laughs> Captain Anthony Bertanga. Uh, again, is this real? Yes, this is from... This is, this is very Santa Ana behavior. <laughs> I believe it. Trust me. I Again, would not. This is regarding ketchup packets. That's like two yes. in five chance that there were McDonald's ketchup packets in the glove box or in the passenger seat or somewhere else in the dickhead's car. These things get everywhere. They are also just available in the restaurant with straws, lids, and salt packets and stuff. I love how they got that worded. She could have just walked into the restaurant and grabbed giant fistfuls of ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell does this? <laughs> this video is pretty nuts. Actually, I want to play the video real quick. I don't know if you guys can see it or not. I, I don't know. I don't want to cr- crash the connection again. This video is pretty nuts. Now, now released to the public as the police are trying to find her. The highlight, low light, has got to be when the person working the drive through runs out of the frame to help the manager, and then all three of them careen back into view, end up grappling. Well, uh, there's a car just waiting there for a couple of Diet Cokes or something. <laughs> I just wanted a Pepsi. <laughs> all I wanted was a Pepsi. No, I'll see why it was her ketchup. Damn. It all ended with someone presumably traveling to the, to the with the woman enters the kitchen to bring her back out without ketchup. Like, she still doesn't have ketchup. Whatever will she do? The manager wasn't permitted to speak to ABC7 on camera. Not tomatoes, then. But reported that her assault... Hey, First Amendment rights. But her assailant didn't seem to be intoxicated or altered in any way. Dude, that bitch was high on meth. So it's possible that this really just catch up rage at work. There is no reason that any employee at any business should be assaulted by a patron. Uh, Bartanga told ABC7, much less over not getting enough ketchup. Holy shit, lady, get it together. (laughs) Why why is ketchup that important to you, Lily? Uh, 
I don't like ketchup. Oh no, no, like we're, we're not going into this story right now. <laughs> yeah, we are. A Tennessee Sorry. woman attacked McDonald's manager with stun gun. Drives him out through drive-through window. <laughs> Wait a minute! Stop! Stop! When the video loads, tell me that this is not Cornholio. Do you see the video or the picture of the video? Still on the ad. Okay, I'm still on the ad. When it loads up, tell me that this dude is not Cornholio. Just okay. give it a second. I am Cornholio. Okay, there's a big butt butt crack. Okay. <laughs> so we're watching video, the perfect medium for podcasts. Yes, I just want you to describe what you see. Okay, now the chick's trying to get a pop, and she can't. She can't manage to reach over. I'll what, give her a she, pop. What, what is the, she wearing? A habib? What is that? I, I, no, I she's can't got see a damn thing. She's got like long Ooh. hair, but she pulls her shirt. Okay, over so her there's head. a woman looking in the drive-through window. Okay, and then she pulls the shirt over her head, probably becomes to conceal her identity. Oil. And then you can just see her oh giant butt crack. I, I just, and she's I just, filling her own drink <laughs> from the drive-through window. And there's a dude outside, like taking oh, the stuff that he's hand, no, and she's being handed. Now she's coming in. She is too big to come through that window. I'm sorry, you know man. What? In this, it look, she almost looks like she has a beard. When I first started, I was like, "That's a dude." But she grabs a box full of ca- food and cash to get up back through the window, and she's got a tramp stamp. Of course she does. <laughs> of course she does. <laughs> okay, continue reading nice, the article. <clears throat> a nice purse. A Tennessee woman has been arrested and charged with aggravated assault after allegedly attacking a McDonald's drive-thru manager allegedly. with a gun. Allegedly! <laughs> Marquenta Gil- Glidwell was detained by Brownsville police after an alleged assault on the 19-year-old fast food worker, Jacob Jordan. Heimer Schmidt. Allegedly! Uh, in surveillance footage of the incident shared with local media outlet Reg, the woman could be seen grabbing Jordan by the head and pulling him out of the window to eat him. <laughs> According to the victim, Lidwell punched him in the face and eyes and hurled insulting remarks, including that he deserved a vicious attack because he had voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> this is real. This is from Newsweek. I wasn't even... Wait, wait, I got to do his voice. <clears throat> I wasn't even over with the vote when he ran, Jordan said, <laughs> noting that the altercation was sparked over a delayed food order. The overnight manager working there while saving money for college told Reg two customers were angry that it was taking too long to get their fucking Big Macs. I just want to get my bachelor's degree. Their car horns. Jordan said, I said, hey, I'm the manager and you're disrespecting me and the customers behind you with the horn. We can refuse to serve you because you're being disruptive. That's when Glidlow had enough of his shit (laughs) (laughs) and exited the vehicle, approached the window, and launched into the attack. Uh, Jordan was left with a mark on his throat and said he was shocked to hear the insults used by the woman, which included (laughs) remarks about his sexuality. It was really hurtful, he said. Yeah, my feelings. He got his ass beat by a 400-pound chick looking for McDonald's food. I think he's got a right to be upset. He got tased, bro. (laughs) (laughs) The victim's mother said the charge needs to be more severe than felony battery. 
she needs to be charged with the hate crime because she hated my son for the color of his skin and his sexuality, even though he was still in the closet. We were kind of keeping that on the down low. But hey, this is Newsweek. That's hate. That's a hate crime to me, mm-hmm. uh, reported this station. Glidwell remains in custody, held on a $10,000 bond, and her next scheduled court appearance has been set for July 30th. Under current Tennessee law, the charge of aggravated assault is defined as intentionally causing bodily injury or using a deadly weapon on another person. I can't understand oh, what makes this woman hate another woman. There's a, there's no, more to the article. Penalties will, like... The penalties will depend on the exact allegation, but can typically stretch between 11 months and 12 years in prison and a fine. Last month, across the world in Australia, a McDonald's staff member was blasted in the face with a fire extinguisher drive through night shift. Student Kimberly Friend, 21, mm, I like this already, was targeted by three males and one female in a video for Pornhub. <laughs> nice! Because they allegedly filmed the attack. I inhaled and tasted it, she said. Uh... I thought, this is poison. <laughs> the attackers told her to relax and just let it happen. Her father warned she could be have been blinded by the dry chemicals. And, uh, you know, because when it gets in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. That makes two of us. All right. All right. Let's take a break and then we'll jump into the next segment. <laughs> I don't know if we should. Bully, bully, bully. Listen up, all you dapper gents and dishy danes. Wanted to take a hot second, pull up a seat next to the Victrola, and listen along with all your friends on the AlexCast. Four to five doctors agree that listening to the AlexCast will stimulate your vigor and put a little bit of pop in that collar. You know what I'm saying, gentlemen, and you might even know what I'm saying, ladies. So tune in to the AlexCast, available at all quality podcast dealerships. You can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, or simply go to AlexCast.com. Alex is spelled with two X's. The extra X stands for extra quality. Want to get in contact with the show or listen to back episodes? It's easy. Go to www.projectarchivist.com. On the right side of the page, you'll find links to our archives, as well as links on how to get onto our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter. If you want to leave a voicemail for us, it's 734-681-0459. Yes, we do listen to all of them. Or if you want to talk to Lobo directly, you can call 203-212-9975. Yes, that will in fact put you in touch with his cell phone. If he's available, he will take your call and talk to you. If you're just looking to send us an email, you can do that at projectarchivist at gmail.com. Don't forget to look for us on iTunes under the podcast section, or you can stream us right to your phone with the Stitcher Android app for free. All right, we're going to jump back into the fray here. As is every year, somebody always gets their ass beat by a burrito. Lily, just read the story from News 10. News (laughs) 10, 10. this comes from Florida. Florida. Chuckles, bottoms up, baby. Oh, it's from Florida? Yes. Yes, it's from Florida, yes. Here we go. Go, go, go. Uh, Oh, God. Florida man accused of best. Taco Bell burritos in wife's face during argument. My wife Picture. calls it the Taco Bell burrito, too. Can you not? Easy, easy. Whoa, you got to calm down there, Chuck. I hate you. Mr. <laughs> Foster has been charged with battery. Madison County, Florida. A married couple's argument turned into an all-out food fight in Florida 
and a bag of Taco Bell didn't fare well. It all started when deputies say a less than understanding husband dangled a burrito, a burrito, quote unquote, in front of his wife's face and made fun of her for being upset about having to force her son to move out of their home. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. This went down around lunchtime Sunday in Manatee County. The wife wasn't amused and grabbed the burrito, throwing it behind her on the floor. She threw it on the floor. Surprised by the flying burrito, investigators say the husband then picked up all the remaining burritos and smashed them in her face, causing some to go up into her nose. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it, yeah. it goes up my nose. You oh, think no. she needed a neti pot and possibly got I, an infection from that? I'm just asking it, for curious I hope reasons. It's just like, I wonder how long it takes to get all that you know, out of your nose. Yes, man. Like, exactly. That's going to take a serious lavage. The husband identified in an arrest advocate affidavit as Victor Foster was arrested and charged with battery. The wife told deputies she loves him and they are in counseling. (laughs) (laughs) Next time he promised to only use a taco. (laughs) Counseling going because they do not know how to argue as a married couple. Obviously. (laughs) I don't know. Smashing each other with Taco Bell sounds pretty hot. (laughs) Wait a minute. I have to read the next article. I have to read this. Okay. 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 Florida police arrest T Rex found chasing ah! children. Cape Florida. Coral, Florida. Cape Coral, Florida. God damn it. <laughs> police are trying to make make crime extinct, and they're starting by taking on a ferocious predator. A Florida officer. You said there wasn't that many Florida shows. I lied, obviously. A Florida officer arrested a Tyrannosaurus Rex for what could only be described as terrorism. In a tongue in cheek blog post, investigators said the dinosaur was found chasing children through a neighborhood, probably on one of those motorized little segue things in Cape Coral. According to the humorous post, Officer Patrick Dowd, this has got to be fake, nabbed the carnivore but struggled to handcuff the perpetrator due to the T-Rex's tiny arms. Well, this is fake. This is a fake story. Yeah, this, yeah, this has got to be a fake story. All right. I'm gonna then I should one. not have done that shot. I, I will do. I, okay, well, you get a free one on us then. Talk no. About... no, that's not how this works. He does not. <laughs> I make the rules, not you. This is my idea. Okay, it's your idea. We'll, we'll roll with it. Taco Bell confirms tortilla apocalypse is real. Recommends gorditas instead. Here's my tie-in <laughs> to this story. Okay, we were coming back from Canada. We went up to Soraya, and where did the road go? And we came a different route to come back into Michigan. There's two ways to get. You can go over the Ambassador Bridge, and there's another one way further north, which was supposed to be an easier thing. We were stuck there for four hours in standstill traffic. Nonetheless, we got off. We got back into America, and we're like Taco Bell because we were starving from being detained at the border. Taco Bell, just kind of a little pause in between the words. How odd that I should say that. But anyhow, so we go to Taco Bell. We pull in there, and I'm like, okay, I want to order a number two combo with the Burrito Supreme and blah. And the guy's like, um, I'm really sorry, sir. Well, we don't have any tortillas right now. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And I'm just sitting there looking at the thing. And, and like, his kid's like, I'm really sorry, but we just don't have any tortillas right now. You, you, we do have blah, blah, blah. So we ended up ordering a bunch of other stuff. We pull up to the window. The wait, kid wait, like, wait, 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 stop. What can you order at Taco Bell? I don't know why, but it's like nails on a chalkboard when somebody runs those two words together. That doesn't have tortillas. Gorditas, nachos. Um, what else was there? There are other uh, things, but not many. Not many. It's kind of like being it's kind of like being a Popeyes and running out of chicken. So right. 
So I pull up to the window, and the kid, like, peeks his head through, and he's really timid and worried. You can tell that this kid's had his ass handed to him all day long for not having tortillas. And I actually felt sorry for the little guy. It's like, yeah, I'm really please sorry, mister. But we don't have <laughs> tortillas. Yeah, please, please don't, don't taste me. me. So, so the kid hands us our pops, and we go to drink our we go to drink our diet Pepsi's or whatever. And there's no ice in it. And I'm like, um, dude, can you put ice in it? Yeah, I'm really sorry, Mister, but the ice machine's not working. And, and right now, the, this, it's just not cold. And he's looking at me like, please don't kill me. So at this point, I'm like, dude, okay, you've had a bad day. I want to be pissed at you, but I can't because you're obviously like freaking out in fear right now. So. He's like, yeah, we don't have any tortillas. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Then I come to find out that Taco Bell has run out of tortillas chain-wide. Uh, Taco Bell has mastered the art of stretching their menu by creating new items out of existing components. It's basically the same damn shit over and over again. If you ever eat Taco Bell, it's just the same shit repackaged. A double-decker yeah. taco is just a hard taco wrapped in a soft taco. A quesadilla no. is just a burrito with the quesadilla shell. And so on and so yeah. forth. But there are potential pitfalls to the strategy. If one major ingredient runs out, a large chunk of the menu collapses like a house of cards. Dun, dun, dun. And sadly, Taco Bell is apparently facing a major shortage or a real doozy. There are 10-inch tortillas. Welcome to Tortilla Apocalypse. And it actually says it that way. Though Taco dot 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 Bell has been playing down the shortage of its official statements, the problem, to some extent at least, is the nearly nationwide. The company told police. What police? I'm sorry. Company told people. The tortilla police. police. <laughs> the tortilla police are coming. It sounds like the um, German Shepherd police dog. It's that little fucking Chihuahua. <laughs> While some Taco Bell restaurants are experiencing supplier shortages, we are working diligently to replenish, since this has happened, this has already been fixed, replenish the supply of our tortillas used for products like quesadillas and burritos. And thanks for telling us what they were used for. I had no idea. that I'm not even watching the video, so you're wasting your time. I'm too busy reading right now, which I am having a not hard true, time doing. You, you, just, you knew when to interject. Yes, I look over and you're basically licking the, the, the lens. Working diligently to replenish the supply of their tortillas used for products like quesadillas and burritos. And these restaurants, and encourages fans to try our new other delicious menu items like the Power Bowl menu or the Cheesy Gordita Crunch in the meantime. But over in the social news site Reddit, a, a user called Taco Bell Blake, who claims to be an employee, the, like the inside source is now here, says that the issue stems from Taco Bell switching suppliers. First, I'm flipping you off. Never mind. Okay, keep going. Uh, the first couple, <laughs> first couple of July, the fuck? Couple of weeks, never mind. <laughs> the first couple of weeks of July, there'll be at least the lowest supply at half the stock they normally have. The user writes, on July 21st, they'll be better stocked with a goal, and by July 28th, to be at normal stock. So, how do you run Taco Bell with no tortillas? Quickly looking at the online menus and location in three cities across the county, some stores in both New York and St. Louis had nearly an entire burrito and quesadilla meal grayed out and listed as item not available at your selected restaurants. Meanwhile, the online menu at the two locations in Los Angeles appeared normal. Overall, the tortilla shortages appear to be affecting all standard-sized burritos and quesadillas. Other items like tacos and most specialties are still available everywhere. And right now, like potheads just lost their shit. 
How do you uh, make that kind of a fuck up at Taco Bell? I don't know. I don't know. But whatever the extent or cause of the problem may be, one certain thing is certain. If you're planning to go to Taco Bell in the near future, be prepared to find that some tortilla-based items may not be available, hence the whole purpose of this article. Instead of Live Moss, just think of Live Un... What? I can't read that. I can't... Poquito Minos? I can't pronounce Spanish words. It needs to be American. This article was soft. And American. to build a wall around yeah, American. it. All right. Fake American. So, moving on, who's going to do the carjacker holds men at gunpoint and demands tacos? Because, hey, we've all been there. Look at the dude's face. The Daily News wants me. Oh, my God. <laughs> carjacker holds men at gunpoint and demands tacos. <laughs> uh, Roberto A. Kenamar Garza. Taco about a crazy counter. A 26-year-old Texas, because Texas, obviously, attempted to carjack drivers at gunpoint on his quest for tacos. And ended up in handcuffs, authorities said. Lucky. Robert A. Kenamar Garza, a Mexican citizen, was arrested Monday by Dallas police after pointing a gun at different men, shooting one of them, and demanding them to drive him to a taco restaurant. Dallas News reported citing an arrest warrant affidavit. After demanding the first victim take him to get tacos. I love the little tacos. I love them good. The driver dropped him off and drove away. He then did the same to the following two men, except Kenna Margazar fired several rounds at both of them. This is <laughs> fucked up. The second victim was perfectly able to rational. run away as gunshots hit a tire shop. The third victim ended up getting shot in the lower body prior to Kenna Marganza climbing into his car. After the car didn't start, he allegedly ran off to look for more victims. Police arrested Kenna Margarza on one count of aggravated kidnapping, four counts of aggravated assault. He's being held in the Dallas court jail. He faces an immigration hold, and his bail is set for $500,000. Wow. $500,000. Wow. wow. Well, he did shoot a dude. <laughs> yeah. But for tacos. Tacos. But, uh, right. We have to look at the motive. Taco, that's important. Look at his picture. This man is clearly high. <laughs> no. No. No, he, he can't be like high. high. He, he, he looks be like violent. he's on his he way to church. He's on meth. <laughs> oh, you got the next one, Lily. Confrontation hey, over tacos. I got one? all those scratches. News 4. News 4. Confrontation right. over taco sauce leads to shooting at Southwest Oklahoma City Taco Bell. So we've already had fights over ketchup packets now moving on again they're taco bell sauces like who does not have a fucking drawer in their refrigerator just full of a ziploc bag full of taco sauces from taco bell like me you don't have oh you gotta be kidding me everybody does everybody does that's just some kind of fucking psycho and it's usually full of the diablo sauce yeah the diablo sauce is the best man Oklahoma City. Police are searching for a man who fired oh, several shots through a Taco Bell drive through window when he didn't get the sauce he wanted. It happened around 1.30 a.m. Monday at the Taco dot 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 bell near Southwest 59th and South Pennsylvania. I love how, well, this actually, they, South, okay, Southwest 59th. Okay, they actually, normally they just give like the 100th block or some shit like that. 
when officers yeah, got told the you scene what it is. of a shooting at the location, they learned what led up to the bizarre ordeal. It appears that there were some type of confrontation, no kidding, really, with an employee through a drive-thru. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that. A man was complaining about not getting enough sauce or not getting any taco sauce and was very upset. I need a sauce! I got to admit, when you get your Taco Bell and you get out of there and you reach into the bag and there's no Taco Bell sauce for the Taco Bell, it is kind of, it is disheartening. Master Sergeant Gary Knight with the Oklahoma City Police Department said, according to police, the suspect then fired at least one round of gunshots through the drive-thru window. Police searching for the suspect, accused of shooting through the drive-thru window, blah, blah, blah. The suspect suspect then entered the business, got out, and came inside the business. The employees locked themselves into the bathroom. He apparently left. (laughs) It's unclear exactly what he did while he was in there as they were hiding. Put in the like little Taco Bell bathroom where you have to put the quarters in. They're like, we need more change. I've never seen those before. <laughs> you don't have those uh, uh, the sour cream. You don't live in the hood. The restaurant like, was uh, left with shattered glass and board up drive-through window. California Thankfully, no employees world. were hurt by bullets. Anytime you've got people inside of a business and some person decides for whatever reason to fire bullets into the business, makes a very dangerous situation. Well, duh! Nah. Thank you for pointing that nah. out. <laughs> And we're extremely fortunate that nobody was hurt, Knight said. Oh, God, I know that now. So far, no arrests have been made. If you have information or you can help police, call Crime Stoppers at, they're giving a phone number, 405-235-7300. I'm calling right now. This happened back on December 31st, so technically it was after the last fast food episode, so this happened a while ago. I wonder if they threw out all the food. I don't know. (laughs) You, you kind of would have to because the employees don't know what he did while I was in there. You could have jerked off into the sour cream. Who knows? No. Is anybody going to read this little article about the Florida man? Florida? Uh, I'll do that. Man in Florida discovers World War II something. Grenade. grenade. It's not loading. Bye. Well, well, this loads. Chuckles. Bottoms up. What shot are you on now? Shot number six? Seven? I'm, I haven't been counting. I don't think you're going to be able to much longer, anyways. That's the part. He's not going to be able. He's going to go blind by the time this is over. Like he's going to. I'm not. I'm not joking. One could dream. All right, here we go. Loading. (sighs) Get away. Now I can't read it. There's no. There's no words on it. I I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. Oh God. How's that? How's that going down, Chuckles? How you feeling? Uh, It's it's Mm. rough. And you're still drinking Mm -hmm. the muscle milk. Can you? Why are you chasing moonshine with muscle milk, dude? Like I know he lives because he lives in Utah. That's what they do there. That explains a lot. All right, here we go. Man in Florida discovers World War II hand grenade, drives it to local Taco Bell, as, as you, you do. do. <laughs> yes, as indeed. You do. Yes. And I'm trying to read this article, but it's not loading. I'm sorry. Okay, he finds a hand grenade and he takes it to Taco Bell. A good thing to do if you happen to find a hand grenade is to immediately call the authorities, as one man has evidently just learned. A taco man in Ocala, Oxala, Wait a whatever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you, you just called him a taco man. You need to... <laughs> <laughs> Wait! I can read it. <laughs> a song to the tune of Piano Man. Play us a song to the taco man. <laughs> And I'm the one doing shots. Because <laughs> we're in the mood for a melody, and you've got the ground beef all right. <laughs> la, 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 la. 
was evacuated on Saturday after a man reportedly st- stumbled upon a hand grenade while the magnet- taco man. <laughs> the taco, the taco man, man was magnet fishing and then drove it to a local Taco Bell. <laughs> the taco, taco man. How <laughs> many burritos can I get for this? The Ocala Police Department said Saturday the man was not identified by police on social media, but he had reportedly been magnet fishing in neighborhood Oklahoma when he discovered the grenade. <laughs> I want to go to Oklahoma. We need to go to Oklahoma when we're down there and get a picture. We will. Absolutely. And maybe we'll spot the taco man. Police said that after having arrived at the fast food restaurant, he dialed 911. It's not clear why he chose to transport it to the Taco Bell before alerting the authorities, but no one was hurt in the incident. The department said that a bomb squad. Clearly, he doesn't have access to a phone at all. The Taco Bell was the only person. He only has magnets and grenades. Leave him alone, okay? He's trying. He's trying. trying. The taco man. The department said that a bomb squad with the Marion County Sheriff's Office was present to ensure everyone's safety, including the taco man's safety. There's pictures. The bomb squad removed the grenade without incident and advised it would be disposed of properly. The Ocala, De- <laughs> the Ocala Police Department said in a statement. The man We report- just put it back where you found it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to say taco there. man. <laughs> taco man. The man. <laughs> Shut up. The taco man, the man reportedly. Report- the Taco Man reported, alerted the authorities at around 5 p.m. local time, according to the Popo, at which time the Taco Bell man was evacuated. The Ocala Police Department tweeted around 6.45 p.m. that the restaurant had reopened for service. Interestingly, the cops identified the grenade as an authentic World War II hand grenade that was not clear what kind. An image appears to show it could have been a U.S. MK2 grenade. We reached out to the department for more information and will update this post if we hear back. Magnet that, fishing that's turning Mark up two. I what? It's Mark. You want to read this? You want to read this, Alki? Drunky? Yeah. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Huh? <laughs> I, <laughs> I learned it by watching you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Explain what magnet fishing is. <laughs> Magnet fishing, turning a relic weaponry is actually not as uncommon, shock, as you might think. The BBC reported last year that bomb squads in the UK are regularly called to magnet fishing sites where people have turned up even live ammunition. One teen who spoke with the BBC about the hobby told the outlet he hauled in guns and even a live grenade without while magnet fishing. As the BBC noted, and as you have probably have probably sir my god i'm reading like that like me you're reading like row yeah. you're reading like oh. row i'm doing pretty good tonight i'm not even drinking i know i'm not even drinking Chuckles is like we'll doing better. as the bbc noted and as you have probably surmised Chuckles, it is for this exact reason that the hobby can be dangerous anyway if you happen to pull a potentially explosive weapon i got a dangerous hobby for you I got a potentially explosive weapon for you. On your next magnet fishing excursion, definitely just call the police. <laughs> There's an a update. Yeah, there is. According to update. the Oslo Police Department report. Okay, go, go. I was trying to help you. Shut it. No one can help me. According to the Ocala Police Department report on the incident provided in Dismodo, two individuals, a man and a woman, found the grenade while metal fishing for precious metals. 
The report states that the man then put the grenade into a plastic five-gallon bucket with other assorted scrap metal he had salvaged and later placed the bucket inside the trunk of his girlfriend's vehicle. The report as you do. As you do. The report continues, both individuals later drove into the Ocala city limits, parked at the Taco Bell on East Sur- Silver Springs Boulevard, and notified law enforcement of their discovery so it could be recovered. While the Ocala Police Department said on social media that a man contacted police, the report states that it was the woman who made the call. The report stated that a responding officer determined the grenade's firing pin mechanism. did not. It did not appear to be functional. But a bomb squad responded as a precautionary measure and in order to obtain the grenade and destroy it. The Ocala Police Department said its officers on the scene were informed that the grenade was from World War II by the responding bomb squad. Clarification, a previous version of the... Oh, blah, blah, that's not something... No I one need. likes snitches. Yeah. Hold on. Previously, the version identified the man as being from Florida. He has not been identified. We have not updated the headline. So we don't know if the man was from Florida, but it definitely happened in Florida. That's all that matters. Snitches get grenades. All right, I guess I'll get the next one. Let's go to Fox News, the bastion of fair and balanced news. This is stuff that people listen to blasting out of their TV sets in the middle of the night. KFC starts selling fried mm-hmm. chicken what? skin. People looking to enjoy the taste of KFC's fried chicken skin can get the tasty skin without having to do with all the leftover chicken meat. Various this sounds relevant to my interests. Uh, yeah, really. That's like the best part of the chicken. Wasn't there an episode of South Park right. where Cartman was just walking around eating the skin off the chicken? Yes. Mm-hmm. Various international locations are starting to sell bags of fried chicken skins. People have often joked about only wanting to eat the skin off the famous fried chicken, and now KFC is making that dream a reality for certain parts of the world. All my life, I have had a dream of just eating fried chicken skin. The unusual menu... Why is that not Good to have bowls, man. Th- I, I would do this, man. I would totally... Why is that not in America? <laughs> look look the at perfect that tweet. Place it's all in... It. Not, not English. The perfect place for it. The unusual menu item first announced on the KFC Indonesia Twitter page, according to... Why don't we get cool shit here in America? According to right? the It's the KFC, post- for God's sakes. Call the FDA. <laughs> what? It's called the FDA. According why to the would trans- they care about chicken skin? It's a food and drug. Have you not... Uh, KFC is definitely a drug problem. Well, their chicken skin might be a drug problem. According to the translation of the post, the item was sent to appear at six KFC locations in Indonesia. I'm talking here. No one cares. Are you? Initially, it seemed as fried chicken skin would be added to the list of international food menu items limited to a single region. Then several food blogs on Facebook announced that KFC in Thailand were also carrying fried chicken skin. Based on replies to the post, it appears that the item is available in locations in Bangkok. Well, you know where we got to go, Ro. <sighs> Customers who are... You know where I'm going. Take the chance, had chance to try the skins, oh describe it as salty Bangkok. and different. That would be amazing. Let's do it. Different from what you'd expect, the Sun reports. Apparently, many of the venues selling it have sold out due to high demand, kind of like chicken sandwiches. KFC previously introduced a similar item in the Philippines in February when they added cracklings to their menu. Why don't we have this here? KFC Global Spokesperson told told Fox News... Because we have an obesity epidemic. Yes, let's just add to it. This is a test product flavored with Zab seasoning, a KFC Thailand fan favorite, and is also available in select stores across Thailand. Uh, where available, you can try it in two sizes, an individual serving of 49 THB 
or a larger sharing portion of 139 THB. I don't understand what uh, THB th- is because I'm American. THB is the Thailand bot. They're, they're, if mm. I remember right, their currency is called the bot. Okay. Honey, pack your bags. We're going to Thailand. Well, there's no Are word. we going to Bangkok? Well, there's no word on whether or not fried chicken skins will come to locations worldwide. The company has been making updates to their menu. For Mother's Day, they introduced limited-time-only dessert biscuit. The cinnamon bun dessert biscuit combines the classic KFC biscuit with a cinnamon and sugar brown with a cinnamon and brown sugar glaze, as well as a signature cinnamon bun cream facing. Like, they had some funky, weird name for them too, or whatever. Uh, all right, who's going to Del Taco? I want to go to Del Taco. No, me. Oh, okay. You don't even have Del Taco, and where do you live? Ohio, Utah? Yeah, we got Del Taco. You do? It's oh. it's Mexican food for white people. Of course it's in it Utah. Is. We have oh, one Del Taco, and there's always a line. Always. Really? We have Del Taco everywhere here. Oh, uh, we don't. Here we too, have one. We have one. Seattle doesn't have it. Okay. Loading. Woman. No. Yeah. Here we go. Woman pepper spray is Del Taco manager. Customers over burrito just. Oh my! Okay, <laughs> a woman. <laughs> uh, how come people carry like so many weapons in these fast food places? You got like these people are all like armed to the T, man. A woman pepper sprayed. They might run out of chicken. True that. All right, I stand corrected. A woman pepper sprayed a Del Taco restaurant manager and other customers over a dispute about a burrito. Witnesses and employees at the Ontario restaurant said. The incident took place Monday afternoon at Mountain and Avenue G Street. Witnesses say that the woman was cursing and acting aggressively when she complained to staff about her order. She then allegedly... Okay, hold on a second. I gotta stop, everybody. Does anybody else on their screen see the picture of what looks like a sea lion standing in front of... That's why I'm confused. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, keep going, dude. Looks like a sea lion in Whole Foods or some shit. Okay, keep going. Keep going. He's at a buffet. He's just like trying to decide what he wants to put on his plate. I'm confused. Anyway... Hopefully he has a gravy ladle. When did it say the woman was cursing and acting aggressively? Just tap about her order. She then allegedly picked up a bowl filled with business cards <laughs> before heading to the park. You're drawing for a free lunch. <laughs> You're drawing for the manager said she followed the woman outside to jot down her license plate, but she wasn't driving a car. Um, that when witnesses say the woman began pepper spraying the manager. Fuck you for being a snitch. Fuck you! It's not illegal, bitch. The woman then changed the manager, chased the manager inside the restaurant, and sprayed others. Still, guns. no word as to why there's a sea lion sitting here. <laughs> Really, I'm still trying to figure this picture the out. Lion, no. The sea lion so, was the key witness. But look, like he's got like there's ice cream there. There's like a little like table. <laughs> he's all these options, and why is he here? SoCal weird. The sea lion is going. Why are they pepper spraying each other? Sea lion's going. Why the fuck am I here? Okay, I just happened to look at her, and she sprayed me, and the employee. <laughs> customer Rosie, who was holding napkins in her eyes following the attack. Oh, that's horrible. I didn't know what to think. I've never had pepper spray in my face. It was terrible. It was awful. About eight patients. Not what she usually gets in her face. Only on weekends. Oh, wait. It's the weekend. About eight patients and six employees were inside at the time. Oh, my. 
I couldn't believe it was surreal. Uh, all because of a burrito, said an employee. All I wanted was a burrito. burrito. Just a burrito. The employee did not want to be identified. None of the victims, none of the victims had to be taken to the hospital. Some were treated by firefighters in the parking lot. Witnesses say the attack happened so fast that they only have a vague description of the woman. She was wearing medical scrubs. Ontario police says she was last seen driving a silver-colored Acura MDX, a compact US, USB. SUV. USB. USB. <laughs> She's driving a USB drive. She just has like USB drive in her hands. In a statement to NBC4, Del Taco said in part, immediately following today's incident, the authorities were contacted and all parties involved received on-site medical attention and were released. A police report was filed, and Del Taco is in full cooperation with the authorities to help identify the perpetrator driving the USB. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> All right, I'll get the next one because it's short. <laughs> I, I got she said. All right, this is yeah, oh, that, that is exactly. Uh, this is from SBNation.com, probably a fake news site, but I don't know. There's actually video of this. <sighs> the man filling a chicken. <laughs> this man filling a chicken bucket with soda at KFC is 2018's first genius. Obviously, this is an audio podcast, so you're not going to see this dude walking up with a chicken bucket. I love everything about this bold Kentucky Fried Chicken customer rock, uh, rocking up to a fountain and filling chicken bucket with soda. When it comes to fountain drink rules, it's really just the Wild West. The only tacit rule of the fountain is that you don't fill a water cup with soda. That's about it. Outside, outside of that. And anything that anything goes in an establishment without clear signage, you do, you do, dude. I don't know what the hell. Okay, so you do, dude. <laughs> Whatever the hell that's supposed to mean. That said, the technique raises a major you question. You do you. I can't so, so you do you. Okay, that's what it was. So you do you, dude. Okay, duh. And where is this hard? <laughs> Nation, the technique raises a major question. <laughs> was this use? Was this a used chicken bucket he's filling? Who cares? <laughs> yes, that matters. What, that appe- matters. what appears to be Sierra missed and he or did not ask the workers for an extra bucket. Are they obliged? <laughs> if it's the latter, this feels a little more du- uh, duplicitous. <laughs> Bait still genius. Um, where's the video at? Okay, let me click. There's a <laughs> video. On the video. Here. I have to it. see it. I'm trying to open. Doesn't Seven Eleven let you do that like once a year? Oh, on Seven Eleven, bring in anything and yeah, slurpees. Fill it. Yeah, you can fill slushies up. There is no video. Okay, there's there's no video. There's no video anywhere of this dude walking up to the pot machine with a KFC bucket. I'm wondering if he did. There's clean just it a out picture. There. There's not even. Well, I guess there kind of is. All I see is the Scrooge going brilliant. Oh, I see All a right. picture of him with the bucket at the fountain. Yeah. I can see them. I the think picture. that's it for the articles. Hold on a minute. I can dig up a little bit more. Uh, there's a guy that walks yeah, McDonald's with a dead raccoon. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> we need to go in depth. <laughs> Next on 60 Minutes. It's got like that little like again um fedora on that says press on it you live in california did, did that taco bell yeah. did you ever hear anything about that taco bell resort opening up yes what? whatever, whatever happened you didn't hear about the taco bell resort chuck no taco bell is opening a hotel there's video i'm okay. not going to play it uh taco yeah. bell i saw is opening... the thing about taco bell offering wedding packages 
No, no. Taco Bell opened up and they they bought a resort out and they redecorated it the entire place with Taco Bell stuff. Taco Bell is opening a pop up hotel this summer. Apparently, it's closed by now. Take a moment to let that sink in. A taco dot 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 bell dot 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 hotel. Can you stop oh with the God, dot I'm dot dot? Are you so barfing? Right I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Opening for a limited time uh, in Palm Springs, California. And I don't know what you're doing. The Bell, a Taco, Taco Bell hotel, hotel and restaurant, will be an immersive oh experience God. designed to celebrate and pamper the world's biggest fans of the fast food chain. An immersive Taco oh Bell. God. How immersive can a Taco Bell experience be? Except for getting You get to dive into a pool of the burrito meat. <laughs> We're already in a hospitality you business. You can't handle the meat. Taco Bell chief oh, brand so officer Marcella Thurberg told Travel Plus Leisure, this is more immersive form of hospitality where people can really soak up the experience of the brand and desti- yes. the destination. How much Taco Bell can yes. you soak up at a time? Uh, and from the looks of it, oh, there are plenty I to can soak, soak up. soak up a lot. <laughs> Oh Though God, the fine details so are still in the works, guests at the hotel can expect to enter the hotel to be infused with Taco Bell twist, including poolside cocktails, a gift shop with plenty of swag, a Taco Bell hops to care. Taco Bell hops to carry your luggage to your Taco Bell inspired room. Like any go- good hotel, it's, this, this would be a great date thing right here. Hey, babe, let's go to the Taco Bell resort. Get married there. Uh, the the bell was will infuse extra I services. I just pasted the web page for it into the chat. Oh, here we go. Somebody click on it while I'm reading this. It will be. It's in Palm Springs. It will be playful, but absolutely one of the most legitimate, fun, cool hotel experiences one can have. Obviously, there will be food, including the classics we all know and love, plus new menu surprises only available at the hotel, which, as we stated earlier, is just the same shit repackaged again in a different form. Uh, and that's not if that's not enough, there will be a daily happier hour and a saucy snacks to keep guests fueled with, uh, with Taco Madness. And there's a Do Not Disturb Taco Bell sign on the door handle. Um, Ooh, live my aren't baby. some of the Taco Bells starting to do liquor? Yes, we have one by like us. Yes, we do. What? Yeah, we've got yeah. one by us. It's a uh, Taco Bell Cantina. You got they got like um, they they got the oh slushy machines. Oh my god, they're doing Taco Bell they have that here. service. What's that? Taco Bell room service. Well, of course they. That's are. what they're doing at the resort. Oh, that's amazing. Taco I'm Bell going. is opening Taco at a Bell hotel this side. summer. Take a moment to let that. Okay, uh, I already went past, way past all that. Uh, oh my, why does my stupid article keep resetting? Like any good hotel, the Bell also features extra services Holy like on site. What? What's that? They have an ice bar. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You say that like everyone's got an ice bar, fuckhead. No, they've got they've got a Taco Bell cantina by me. You walk in there and they serve alcohol. They've got the margarina slushy machines, and they've also got a couple of different. Well, I mean, ices. they have a, the Taco Bell Resort had an ice bar, like one of those frozen bars you got to put a jacket on to go into. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm not part of the like article, but somebody keeps interrupting me. I wish they would shut the hell up so I could finish the article. <laughs> Like any good hotel, the <laughs> Are we done yet? I like you, my stupid Are we done? Are we done? This was a terrible idea. I immediately regret it. This You're the one that invited us. This was bad. This was bad. Like any good hotel, the Bell also features extra services like an on-site saloon offering Taco Bell nail art, fades and braided <laughs> and braided bar. Because yeah, who doesn't want tacos in their nails while eating tacos in your hand? It will be playful. Right but, now. 
Absolutely one of the most legitimate, fun, cool hotels experiences one can have, said Thalberg. Obviously, there will be food, including classics. We all know that. I already read all this because the article gives resetting. I hope that the fans that are lucky ones to grab a reservation will feel like they have a long-term bragging rights. To stay up to date... Honey, pack your bags. We're going to the Taco Bell I think it's gone now. I think it's over and done with. But you'd think they'd keep doing this. It's the same company that owns KFC. They're all one big company. And Pizza Hut. And Pizza Pizza Hut. Hut. Yeah, this is what they do. But Pizza Hut is really lagging behind the times and the cool shit. So before we close this out, have you had the Impossible Whopper, Chuck? Have you ate one yet? Yes. What did you think? Yes, I, I got. I did their sample pack where you get one regular Whopper and one Impossible Whopper for seven bucks. Yeah. What did you think? Um, of I liked it. I had I it on the way lot. back from New York. I thought it was. I thought it tasted like a fast food burger. It was a little dry. I tried to order it with mm-hmm. cheese, and the woman behind the counter was obviously vegan and was appalled by the fact that I wanted it with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> she really did. She I mean, lost her shit. <laughs> You got to tell her, you got, that's when you tell her, I need at least a little bit of animal suffering or I just can't enjoy my Well, meal. there's mayo on it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean. Wait, I'm, wait, wait. It's a vegan burger, but they put fucking mayonnaise on it? The one eggs. I had had mayo on it. The one I don't I, think it's meant to be a vegan burger, is it? Is yeah, I think it is. Just, you know, I think it is. But it didn't taste hmm. bad, though. So I yeah, got, it was good. I'd get it again. Uh, Shelly thought the texture was a little weird, but to it me is. it seemed pretty good. It is. I was okay it with it. So I guess we should wrap this up then since we're pretty much plum tuckered out. We've been doing Actually, we came in pretty good. We wrap came it up, Chuck. Make sure you wrap it up. An hour and 46 to. minutes to put this together. So, Chuck. I, I, you know, I, yeah. Where can yeah. people find you and your wonderful podcast, The Wheel Nerds, which is nothing at all like what we've done tonight, except for it's just about exactly like what we've done tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the Wheel Nerds is available at wheelnerds.com. We also have a Facebook page and a Facebook group now. Uh, both we'll just search for Wheel Nerds, you'll find us. Uh, wheelnerds.com. We do motorcycles. We do a lot of crazy shit, and uh, we don't let uh, Lily on the show for now, for obvious reasons. <laughs> for obvious reasons, Lily, you have a book out. You have a podcast. You're also working on a television show, and I believe you mm-hmm. have a sex advice column in some cooking magazine. Is that correct? Yes. And she yes. has a late night show on Skinamax. True. All true. And a chatter. Don't page. find me. Don't find me. I'll find you. It's very exclusive. All very exclusive content. <laughs> All right. We're done. That's it, folks. This is Rogan. Peace out. Goodbye. Chuck, you guys want to say bye? Whatever. Bye. Right. I don't know where I am. I'm glad I don't have to drink any more of this moonshine because it does not taste good. Drink it now. Drink it. Do it. Should I do one more shot? Yeah. One more shot, maybe. One more shot. Pull that yeah. cap off. Just do it. Uh, Pull it off. I don't know if that comes through on the audio. It, it comes. It did. <laughs> don't, even, don't even use a glass. <laughs> this is my, my special beer tasting glass from Amsterdam. Got a good red light district there, huh? From, uh, from Heineken, because they have the Heineken brewery there. Really? Which probably tastes good coming right yeah, from the brewery. They do factory tours and shit. Wow. Damn. Make son. the face, make the oh, face, God. there's the face. Oh. Oh. I can feel the burn. <laughs> I think you sleep should drink tight. more. Yeah, that, that, I will sleep tight. And muscle milk. Oh, my God. That's Coca-Cola. He finished his muscle milk. Okay. Oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, I've got both. Oh, my Why? God. I've got both. God, your stomach's going to feel like Dow my... Chemical. You live dangerously, son. I need 40 grams of, of protein.
I'll give you my protein. <laughs> All right, folks, we're done. Peace out. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. Yes. Bye. This whole experience was absolutely exhausting. You are absolutely the most insufferable group of jackasses I have ever had the misfortune of spending an extended period of time with. I hope you all die. That's it. Goodbye. So, yeah, that was fun. That was interesting. That was whatever the hell that was. <laughs> it's kind of like when you're watching the General Lee and the Dukes of Hazard, and it goes to make some kind of a jump over a bridge or something crazy, and then it stops and Waylon Jennings comes on and gives some profound piece of redneck wisdom or something like that, and then it cuts to a commercial. That's kind of what that episode felt like for the most part. Yes, there will be outtakes at the end of the show. Admittedly, I did not edit all of them and put them all into it because this show... Uh, um, as of late, has seems to be the process, was a monster to put together. The uh, audio was weird, and then just putting Drunk Chuck with one part Lily, mixing them together and watching what happens is pure insanity as I'm sitting back here behind the microphone trying to manage things. And Chuck was just getting progressively drunker and drunker on camera, drinking shots of moonshine every time a Florida thing came up. And I did not go out of my way to look for Florida stories just to get Chuck drunk. I really... I was trying to cut back on the Florida because after a certain point, Florida kind of loses its luster when you're dealing with stuff like this. You can only do so much Florida before you become numb to it. So anyways, moving on, I have an email here from somebody in Algeria that I'm going to try to read. Um, Dear Rohojin and Lobo, spelt R-O-H-O-J-I-N, which doesn't really matter because it's not a real name. My real name is Shannon. So anyways, greetings from Algeria. No, I will not send you money to bail out your prince. Uh, I am big fan of show and have been listening for some time. I love the old episodes on the YouTubes, spelt with an S. I wish you would keep the page updated. The reason I don't do that is because it takes a lot of time and effort to put this show together, and I'm pretty much the guy that runs everything here. I, do, I get the books, I edit the show, I book the guests, I run the page, and then I edit all this stuff together. And by the time I'm done doing an episode, the last step of the process is editing this down and getting it up into the feed. I just don't want to deal with it anymore. I've already dumped hours and hours into putting this show together. And then I look over at YouTube and I'm like, God, now there's more work that I got to do to put it up there. So the first hundred or so episodes are up in YouTube right now. If you find our YouTube page, feel free to go listen to them or what have you. I think there was a list in Mexico that actually was very cool whose name escapes me right now. I'm sorry. If you're out there still listening, dude, I really, really apologize. This really cool guy in Mexico took a lot of our episodes and converted them over to the YouTube format, sent them to me, and then I just uploaded them. That's the only reason they got up there because I just don't have the time to go and do another step in the process. I know I need to. If we did, it would help the ratings of the show, blah, 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 blah. But by now, people that listen to the show realize we're not really doing this to get ratings or uploads or be the best, most listened two podcasts out there. We just do our thing. We hope we have fun and we hope we teach people something new or people can hear something different than what's already out there with all the other paranormal and strange shows, which I will note more and more shows like us are beginning to pop up. Anyways, back to the email uh, to the YouTubes. I wish you would keep the page updated, blah, blah. When you have time, could you please explain the Oh, boy. <laughs> Could you please explain the transder, transdermific theory of all-encompassing diomorphism? I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. What does that mean? 
I can't do it. Wow, I'm getting a lot of use out of that Bill O'Reilly drop in this episode. And how it relates to you crafting chicken parmesan. Do you feel this affects the world around you? Do you feel this makes you a greater human being? Do you feel that this makes you a god? Yes. No. Um, okay. I take the chicken. I get the biggest, huge chicken breasts I can find. I flatten them out with a meat mallet, and then I dip them into the breading, which has uh, Italian seasoning. Or it's it's just the Italian bread comes you go buy at the grocery store. And I'll mix in some like really finely ground up Parmesan that comes in a can, which probably is not real chicken Parmesan or uh, Parmesan cheese, I should say. And then I'll dip that back into a beet egg, and then I will dip that back into the breading again. I will take a glass cookware pan, put some spaghetti sauce or marinara sauce along the bottom of it set said no i will deep fry the chicken um in olive oil then i will take that chicken and put it onto the glass bakeware with the um spaghetti sauce on the bottom of it um and then i will get the sauce and put some on top of the chicken that i have just deep fried in olive oil put that in the pan um you go to the grocery store and you buy the bag of italian cheese mixture which as we've covered before is probably made out of wood chips or something like that but anyways you look at the bag and it's got a list of all the italian cheeses and you go wow that sounds yummy and all the cheeses are white so therefore this must be the true authentic italian experience so i dump a whole bag of cheese on top of the giant chicken breasts that i've now deep fried with the breading and then i will put them into the oven and i will bake them until the chicken it gets like crispier and the cheese melts and it just starts to get that golden brown to the top of it where it just starts to burn but it's not quite burnt and then i'll pull it out and then i'll take pictures of it and put it up on facebook and then denny kish will promptly post a meme of a clown dipping his balls in chicken parmesan and he will say this is what i think of your chicken parmesan love you denny trying to get his tool tickets right now be patient anyways so yeah that's how it works i don't know what transdermific theory is and why it's all encompassing and sure i feel like a god when i make chicken parmesan because we've done various episodes on it with lobo singing in the background anyways um Big thank you to all of our Patreons out there that are still supporting the show. Big, big thank you to everybody that has stayed with us through all of this chaos that has happened this summer. I'm trying very desperately to get the show back to a somewhat normal working status or as normal as can be for us. There will not be, well, there probably won't be another episode next week. If I do put something together, it will be another stasis. It will be something, another screwball episode because I've got some stuff going on. I don't quite know what Lobo's availability is, but I've said that before, and then somehow or another, me and Lobo have managed to throw a show together. The following week is when I'm planning on getting the gears somewhat back to normal and up and running again. Um, I'm back to reading the books. I'm back to checking the blogs. I'm back to trying to get this thing working at a more normal pace or as normal as possible. So, uh, you know, again, thank you to everybody that has stuck with us and supported us. And thank you to the Patreons. That money goes to pay for books for the show. It goes to pay for the server costs. It goes to pay for Skype. Yes, Skype is free, but we have to pay an additional charge to be able to make phone calls to people because some people just won't do interviews unless they do it by phone so we have to have that at the ready it's gone to pay for the recording programs that we use for this show as much grief as they give me i'm always bouncing around trying different stuff and trying to keep things going here behind the scenes um it's gone to pay for microphones it's it's you know i've used the money for the show thank you very much for supporting us i really appreciate it if you would like to become a patreon go on, on patreon do a search for project archivist you'll find us anything that you toss at us at all i don't care if it's a buck i don't care if it's two bucks anything that you throw at us at all is greatly appreciated i've got stuff on there that once you throw money in you can go back and download those episodes that i've done um i haven't done any because i come to find out that most of the people that listen to the show 
um, that our Patreons don't really care about the stuff that I put up there. 90 to 95% of you are like, yeah, I just want to support the show and take care of you guys. So it was kind of a waste of time for me to record content and put it up there and do stuff for people when nobody really cared about it at all. If people want me to start putting some stuff up there, I'll make an effort to try to put something together and put some bonus stuff up there for you guys or try to do something because I, I genuinely do from the bottom of my heart appreciate whatever money we get from you people we're not trying to make money off of the show but it does help a lot so having said all of that and especially in regards with everything that's been going on and people that are in different situations my situation people that are out there i will leave you with the immortal words of david byrne from the talking heads this ain't no party this ain't no disco this ain't no fooling around this is rojan peace out from the d talk to you again soon
No, hang on, hang on. God damn it. Oh, my nipples are hard. Me too. I gotta go. <laughs> I need an adult. I need to go. I need an adult. Okay, alright. Here we go. Let me get this pulled up. Right, let me, I need let me an know adult. When, let me know when you're ready and I'll lead it off. Let me know when you're ready. Alright. Ready? Alright, one sec. Go! Witnesses say the attack has kicked. Chuckles, I hear you. Don't make me get the hose. Witnesses say the attack happened so fast that they only had a have a. They have a what? Just reread that whole paragraph. I'm trying. Just reread it. Shut up. I'm not trying very hard. You can do it, Lily. Can you shut no the fuck up? You. No, we can't. Can shut the fuck up. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it.